boys and girls, welcome back to yet another edition of Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast with me, the titular protagonist of Franchise, and that man right there, the glue that binds the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny himself. Nice Guy Johnny, how the devil are you, sir? I'm peachy, thanks, and peachy. welcome to December. He's always peachy, this lad, he's always peachy, and it is actually fucking December, which is weird, because uh, I checked my watch what felt like not but a few days ago, and it was June. So <laughs> something's awry. Something is awry. Uh, lots of things are awry. <laughs> a lot. A lot are awry. Uh, we'll get into, uh, I, I suppose, let us not stand on ceremony, eh, Johnny? Let us jump on in to a little feature I like to call What Are You Playing? Ooh. What's on the, what's, what's on the fucking... What's on the old rotation this week? Well, I am still happy to say, viewers and listeners, I'm still into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I am persevering and getting into it, and still enjoying it. I, I, first and foremost, enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm just chugging through the missions, thing, getting through it. I mean, I want to de- dedicate as much time to it before uh, the inevitable happens when Cyberpunk comes out. Uh, and that is you losing your entire existence in the world of yeah, cyberpunk. Pre- pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Can't fault you. Can't fault you. Um, it's starting to get to the grindy stage, though, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the kind of... There's only so many different sides of like, side missions of getting um, getting your, your different types of um, wealth and mysteries and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've come up against some fights that I... Okay, I've been <laughs> had my ass handed to me in record time. <laughs> oh shit, son! What, what power level are you at at this current minute? I am sitting on a power level of 150. Um, thing is, I'm still playing it in a very kind of you know Assassin's Creedy way. Whereas you know, if I had the patience, and I'm pretty, if you came up and did some of these fights, you'd probably be able to boss these fights at like a low level. Just from the patience that you get Sir, from... Sir, I do not so. need you to come up in here and suck my dick. I'm aware of how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a fucking compliment, will you? <laughs> so, sorry, what power level did you say you were at? 150. 150. My power level currently on Assassin's Creed Valhalla is somewhere in the region of 30. So that Well, maybe ex- I should fight you. <laughs> You say that like I still wouldn't win. It's weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird. It's weird, John. It's weird. Uh, How, uh, so, on that, it is. it does feature in the choice cuts, but this being the highly um, po- po- polished and produced st- podcast that I know you said stream there, podcast that it is, what exactly uh, has happened with this patch? I know Valhalla has been patched on the Xbox. How are you feeling about this patch? Well, it's brought in basically a graphics mode. So you've got uh, two modes to it, basically. You've got um, performance mode and quality mode. Mm-hmm. And performance mode is you know, trying to guarantee that high frame, uh, 60 frames per second. That good 60 FPS. Um, and, and it will maintain that um, by un- but at the expense of some graphical fidelity when it yep. needs to. Um, on the flip side, it, you know the graphic, the, the quality mode will enhance its look, but you will see drops in frame rate potentially. Yeah. Um, the standard or the default on the Series X is performance. The default on the Series S is quality. Oh. Um, so have I? Does it still play smooth? Yes. Uh, have I ha- had frame rate drops pre-patch? Yes. Um, have well, I had anything? I was going to say, active? more importantly, have you had any frame rate drops post patch? No, I haven't. Oh, but, but there is still uh, screen tearing and still just glitchy inconsistencies in certain parts. That sounded um, like you were uh, about to write a song there called Glitchy Inconsistency, which sounds <laughs> to me like a great fucking song. Glitchy Inconsistency. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I, in my head, it wasn't like disco, but now that you've gone there, I'm all on board. I am fully it's on absolutely board. Absolutely disco. Disco glitchy inconsistency. I've uh, also 
done that patch. Uh, I haven't spent as much time on Valhalla as Nice Guy Johnny. That being said, I do have other games on rotation right now, so I needed to spend more time with them. Which, can I add, I didn't. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, never mind. Yeah. I have spent some time on Valhalla in the past week. Uh, but like I say, still very early game for me. I'm in England now. I've got a settlement, which I've levelled up to level 2 or level 3. I'm not sure. I've done some raids, so I know what the raid mechanic is. Uh, Post-patch, I noticed instantly that uh, I got a, a cutscene. Uh, when I'd got to England, there's a cutscene. I'm not going to spoil any of the content, but there's a cutscene as soon as you get to England in regards to your settlement. And that cutscene was te- like tearing. It was more tear than it was cutscene. The frame rate dropped off. To, it was almost like somebody was trying to make a stop-motion cutscene. Uh, but after that, one brief couple-of-minute cutscene... Uh, spot on, absolutely spot on, no more tearing, the frame rate seemed consistently high, very smooth, uh, still looked fucking phenomenal, if I'm honest, but yeah, mm-hmm. br- brilliant game, brilliant game, and I didn't, here's the problem though, there's parts of that game, which this is mild spoiler territory, mild spoiler territory, the Animus still plays a part in it, so if you've played any other Assassin's Creed game, you know what the Animus is. The Animus still plays a part. The ragtag bunch of Animus users are back. However, I'm almost certain they've changed actors for one of them. He's called Sean, I believe. They have. Um, originally uh, played by and modelled on Danny Wallace. Yes, it was. But, if, but he's, he's no longer the voice actor for... Nor is he the fucking character model. <laughs> well, I think I think there's some sort of uh, uh, legalities. Yeah. Oh. So I mean, to, in fairness, they do reference it as sort of like a fourth wall breaking thing. He's like, oh, ignore the way my voice sounds on there. I think I had a cold yeah. in one of the voice <laughs> recordings because I was doing a bit of trip advising outside of the Animus. You know what I mean? As you do, you live oh, uh, when you live uh, that piece and, when you live piece that tick piece in life, Johnny. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I did a bit of exploring. I found a couple of little Easter eggs hidden about, and he does reference that one of the recordings is from an older Assassin's Creed game, and his voice is still Danny Wallace. So he, he says like, "Oh, I think I had a cold or something." So uh, funny, funny for the for the initiated who've been there before and who'd figured out that Danny Wallace was no longer playing the role of Sean. Uh, that was that was nice to see. Also, a lot of mentions of COVID outside of the Animus. Yeah, which there's, leads us there's to a believe. lot. Of- this must have been put in like in that day one patch. They must have patched this shit in. There's a lot of fucking bants about COVID. Problem being, uh, Odyssey, after my 50-odd hours in Odyssey, I still didn't finish that fucking game. So I don't know how that game ended. Uh, and there's some references early on to what they did with Cassandra in Odyssey. Uh, and pff, I had no fucking clue what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that far, so I had this no fucking clue what you were talking about. This is one thing, with all the stuff outside the Animus and things like that, it needs a recap kind of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Just just to kind of, you know, rather than just be a bit piecemeal, which it is, you mm-hmm. know, um, the only thing you can do is get onto like Wikipedia and read the, the fucking plot synopsises and things. Yeah. Um, But no, I'm still enjoying it. I, I love like diving into it, just doing a few things. I mean, with the accessibility of the Xbox and the, let's say accessibility of next-gen stuff, because I'm pretty sure it'd be the same on PS5, just jumping in and out, even without a uh, quick resume, is still just a lot more joyous. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's the power of that hardware. That's the, that's the power of that next-gen hardware, um, which serendipitously features heavily in one of the choice cuts coming up very soon but before that we'll get on to just some more what you're playing have you have you dabbled in anything else this week johnny i had a i booted up minecraft oh I was you interested. dog you fucking dog you got back on crack is essentially what you're telling us there well a little bit yeah you know just 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 you know just you know you know <laughs> yeah fine i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> I can got any it. minecraft man you got any minecraft man scratting at your neck Got any Minecraft in there, man? No, I, I I only opened it up really just to have a look, you know, you know, because everything's been said about ray tracing and all that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of just get get peep, 
put my eyes onto it and see what it looked like. Obviously, it's Minecraft. It's blocky. <laughs> it's, it all depends what kind of texture pack you've got. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaded as well, but there's definitely kind of just a cleaner view to it. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I'm Johnny. I'm game. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is. That's the whiskey getting opened. All I'm saying is, I am game. If you want to dabble back in Minecraft, then you've you've come to the right place. I will. Uh, I'll chase that dragon again. Just say right, the word. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. We'll, we'll jump say in. Say the word. Um, but other than that, no, I haven't jumped into anything else. Nothing um, else. The obligatory war zone, obviously. Well, yes, which I had the game of my life. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you found yourself again in Warzone. I feel like early in the early days of Warzone, you were an absolute killer, and then we went through a bit of a period there where you lost yourself. You were, if I was to reference the great heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, you lost your smile in Warzone Dude, a bit. Lost your smile. But the other night, I was there to witness you uh, gain, and you got you got your smile back. And uh, you were just murdering fools, and it was lovely to see, Johnny. It was lovely to see. <laughs> Thank you. I I took the, the the aggressive approach. I mean, it doesn't always work. In fact, it never usually works. But it did that game. I'll be it honest. Really I'll be honest. The aggressive approach is by far and away the approach to take in a game like Warzone. And I'm a I'm a tactical player in first person shooters, normally. But with Warzone and dabbling well heavily in the modern warfare, particularly the modern warfare multiplayer. Me, me, me! Style of play became a lot more aggressive, and that's why I'm a consistent, probably average on, f- let's say four, five kills a match Warzone, and that's a lot better because I, when I first started playing Warzone, I'd average at two, and I, 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 the other night I was peaking at like eight kills, so it was you know it's great play. I'm still fucking. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not going to sit here with me absolute unit out just filleting myself, but fuck me. I am definitely in the top 8% of snipers in, on this <laughs> planet. Do you know what I mean? And I've, I mean, I've checked the stats, people. I've checked the stats. There's a fucking website called warzonestats.net or something. And I went on there and that ran all of my stats and told me I was, in fact, in the top 8% of snipers in the world on headshots. And I, I can believe it, you know what I mean? Every time I hit one of them sweet fucking pat, pat, I can believe it. I believe it. I live There's it. a conspiracy theory here, man. It's goddamn true. <laughs> no, I'm still still hitting them fucking sick snipes, like, so I'm pleased. I'm pleased with that. So, yeah, obviously, you're still playing Warzone, the obligatory Warzone. I started off uh, wanting to be a game streamer, and it turns out I've become nothing more than a Warzone streamer. But I'm not mad about it. You know what I mean? It's we still have great times on there. Twitch.tv slash the franchise. Bring your Twitch the, primes. The plans are in place, though. We're going to get the Panthers onto Xbox. Hundred so. percent. The one Xbox has already been delivered. We have a Panther in the waiting in the wings for the Xbox. Other than that, though, Johnny, apart from Warzone this week, obviously I dabble in Val- Valhalla. Um, Time has been against me very much this week, and adult life has been against me this week. So, other than that, the only thing I've managed to play, shockingly, is uh, I got pulled back into Fortnite. Oh. Well, it was that fucking Venom skin, wasn't it? As soon as I saw they were dropping a Venom skin, I was like, well, I clearly need to get involved in this again. So, I jumped back into Fortnite. Uh, not only on the Xbox, by the way, but I jumped back out on the Switch also. I've powered the Switch up because, you know, I like the, I like the win. So, <laughs> <laughs> I bet I played it on the Switch some, and I've played it on uh, the Xbox as well. Got that Venom skin, obviously. Fortnite, can I just say, it, on the Xbox looks fucking superb, absolutely superb. I know it's not. We are. Uh, we are we've passed the eye of the storm the storm on fortnite is so pardon the pun uh, yeah. it's it isn't the monster it once was however still incredibly popular still an incredibly fun game and this nexus event that's currently running let's segue this straight into the first choice cut here fortnite's uh, nexus war event happens tonight and as we do this podcast I have Fortnite staring at me right now. I can see, I can see <laughs> Venom. I'm sitting in front of my fucking beautiful curved monitor in the studio with Fortnite booted up with a, a timer here saying one hour, 15 minutes as of recording till the event starts. 
hand on heart, I don't rightly know how to get in this fucking event, but pff, might as well have a go, see what happens. But yeah, still very fun. Uh, I kind of, I kind of keep up with these kids. Why I play on the Switch is that not a lot of people bother to build on the Switch. It just seems mm-hmm. like a fuck on if you've got Joy Cons, and I use the Pro Controller, so I just kill these kids. I murder these kids for fun. It's not even. It's like fishing a barrel ninety nine percent of the time. But none fishing of these with dynamite. Fu- fishing with dynamite. None of these kids build. But then playing a game on the Xbox, like fuck me. Like I put one bullet at somebody. I had a pistol. I, I shot some one bullet at somebody with a pistol, and before I could even pull the trigger on the second bullet, that little bastard had built like fucking Nakatomi Plaza or something. It was just. <laughs> It was like 50 floors up. I was like, what the fucking hell? How did you get up there? This... Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. That fucking quick. He'd knocked up fucking Nakatomi Plaza. Still came third that game. Like, So I've still got it. <laughs> I've still got it. It's just when I come up against like master builders, like in the fucking Lego universe, I kind of compete. Like, my building skills are limited. Press B and then hit the button that puts the wall up in front of you. And I use it only for cover. I'm not building these fucking... Some daft bastard built, like, a fucking three-story mansion. It had, like, a west wing. There was a pool at the back. There was a fucking underground garage. I was like, what are you doing? How... What is this? Fight me, you fool. <laughs> let's, <game>. okay. <laughs> let's build more combat, you fools. <laughs> but I have Let's really fought fucking... more night. <laughs> <laughs> That is hundred percent the title of this episode. Less fought, more night. <laughs> it was uh, I. So I've got Fortnite booted up right here. I'm going to see if I can get in. And if I manage to get into this Galactus event, I'm going to kick the stream off straight away and pull a random Tuesday night stream. If so, you have Fortnite downloaded. After this podcast, jump straight on, uh, get in a party, and we'll see if we can get in this fucking thing. It says here the event starts at four p.m. ET. That is nine o'clock UK time. Space is okay. limited. We recommend logging in at least 60 minutes early. So I'm technically logged in right now, aren't I? If I'm mm-hmm. sitting on the menu screen. I think um, so. Creative mode, party royale, battle lab, and custom match codes are currently disabled. So God fucking knows how you do this. I'll have a look at the modes. Uh, it's still just duos, solos, squads, and team rumble. There doesn't appear to be anything in there about an event, but we'll just see how this rolls out. So yeah, let's play some Fortnite tonight, Johnny. What uh, what have we what have we got on the docker this evening other than other than Fortnite, which I, I keep staring at this fucking Venom skin on this Xbox Series X, and he looks sexy as fuck. Can I just say? And I've never been more pleased to have dropped money on a fucking cosmetic because fucking they just do shit right. Fortnite do shit right. I'm just gonna spend the next couple of minutes saying yeah. It's cooler here on Fortnite. I get it. I get it. But by God, that gun plays tight. And by God, it's fun. By God, it's fun. And I don't care if it's cooler here at Fortnite. It's still a very fun game to play. Apart from the people who throw up Nakatomi Plaza in three seconds flat. Johnny, what else is on the docket? Well, I mean, let's go uh, take a step back when we talk about Valhalla and stuff like that and the mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, on paper... It's been heavily branded as being the most world's most powerful console, the Xbox Series X. Yep. However, however, we can't, we can't ignore what's been coming out in the news. Um, no, we and cannot. As you say, you're going to call it how you see it. Um, the general um, consensus is that PlayStation Five is playing games like Valhalla, the most recent games coming out that are available on both both consoles, better than the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Now, uh, like you said, Johnny, I call them like I say them. I have no horse in this race. I am a gamer. I play Xbox. I play PlayStation. I play Switch. I dabble in PC. I, I play games. I'll call them like I fucking say them. Uh, and I gave Sony a very hard time on the run-up to the launch. Rightly so, because I think they put every foot wrong on the run-up to the launch. But... That being said, because I have no horse in the race, I have to call bullshit when I say it. Xbox, on paper, the most powerful console. PlayStation 5 is outperforming the Xbox Series X. And the question goes back to uh, Xbox having... I mean, their pre-season, 
let's talk about this another way. Let's use some fucking sports reference. Their preseason was fucking superb. Xbox had the dream preseason. On the run up to launch, not a foot wrong. Game Pass was the leading scorer in preseason by a fucking country mile. And we get to fucking game one. The first game's coming out, and I can tell you, I have both, and I've played Demon Souls. I've put hours into Demon Souls, and that is the only true next-gen experience I've had so far. Everything else has, has felt almost tainted. Xbox, we don't have a true next-gen experience on Xbox. We have some fucking superb past-gen, past-gen games improved on the Series X, and I'm not mad at that at all, because Gears, Gears 5, superb. Fortnite plays incredibly well. Valhalla runs very well with brief periods of bag of shit. Right? PlayStation 5, for having put every foot wrong and not being the most powerful console and can't compete with the Teraflops and you know, yada yada yada, Digital Foundry have run a series of fucking tests. Digital Foundry, shout out to them by the way, because the, the work they do, although I understand less than 3% of it, is fucking superb. <laughs> Digital Foundry have put out a lot of uh, content around frame rates and you know fucking con- power consumption, all that kind of techy shit. PlayStation Five is the better console right now, and that raises the question. Which, to be fair, Xbox have come out cap in hand and just said, "Look, we are we are actively investigating this because we don't understand why we aren't." putting out the better stats if you like for these games and it swings back around to this Johnny it swings back around to the fact that the PlayStation 5 is using rudimentary backwards compatibility and Xbox Smart Delivery uh, is far more advanced which is why it's the far better of the two but that's come as some sort of boon uh, to Xbox and yes we've got this fucking uh, not not boon it's come as a, a gift and a curse let's call it yeah. You've got backwards compatibility. You've got smart delivery. Smart delivery is by far and away the better of the two systems, but it also requires a lot more work from the developer on their end. It does, it does yeah. And what the general consensus that I'm seeing so far is the developers weren't, they didn't really have the gift of time to fully take advantage of smart delivery and put the better product out because they needed to get the games out for, for this launch window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're basically designing con- uh, um, games for a family of consoles where you're not for PlayStation 5. So, like, mm-hmm. you, you, you've set your scope's limited, which helps your development. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you're, if your scope's wider, you're going to f- fall into more problems like this. So, I can understand where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, I mean, kudos to Xbox. You know, it's a candid admission to come out and say, look, we're, we're looking at this, we'll mm-hmm. admit, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just be silent on the matter and say, We've, we've we've got 12 teraflops you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a they're looking at it um but i mean the fucking and, sony ponies are having an absolute failed day with this like i mean yeah i i, I would so. also say it, it, so. yeah 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 no you, you step in anything like i say we, we shit on playstation 5's pre-game mm-hmm. <laughs> to this mm-hmm. um what i will say is that <clears throat> it's early days of the, of the the cycle the generation yeah we're dealing with software pro- problems on hardware yes rather than it being a fundamental hardware issue well hopefully. we can we can touch on a hardware issue like i say i've called on like a season where xbox has fallen down with its amazing smart delivery not quite living up the look up the snuff uh playstation 5 has also been getting a lot of hardware issues because of external uh hard drives plugged into it Mm-hmm. It seems to be the link between plugging in an external hard drive uh, in EPS5 and frequent system crashes. So we've got problems on both sides here. You know what I mean? I will say PlayStation 5, kudos to PlayStation 5 for the performance it's getting with a very rudimentary backwards compatibility um, sort of solution that it's using. But it, it does have the issues of uh, hard crashing because of external hard drives plugged into it but this is it you know we are right now we are guinea pigs if you are one of the lucky to have an xbox or a ps5 or both 
we are the guinea pigs. We are in that horrible time window where the red ring of death could just sneak up on us at any minute. Do you know what I mean? And this is the risks you take. Being a guinea pig, being an early adopter, you are the guinea pig for, oh shit, they found this problem, let's patch that out. Oh shit, they found this problem, let's patch that out. You, you are the canary in the coal mine, unfortunately, right now. And we are finding more and more of these things. But for me personally, I have not plugged an external hard drive into my PS5 and I have had zero issues. And all I'm, in, all I'm doing on my PS5 is enjoying fucking exceptional, exceptional content right now. Uh, Miles Morales, Demon Souls, fucking bug snacks. I never thought I'd say the day where I said that, but bug snacks. Uh, Warzone, granted, Xbox plays Warzone better than the PS5, but PS5 still plays it very well. Uh, better than I'm used to. Not it's. I'm, I'm not playing the best version, but I'm playing a better than I'm used to version. So I'm I'm happy. So yeah, with canaries in the coal mine. What else? Uh, what? Sorry, I to- I'm aware. I totally cut you off there. <laughs> wow. Well, the, the, it, it, it's your podcast, sir. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're aware, but it's your name on the marquee, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> you have the starring role. What else? Uh, what else we got on the docket, Johnny? Because I feel like what we were just talking about there serendipitously swing straight into another little choice cut there where we talked about Xbox being very candid with their admission and, and the Sony ponies riding them hard Phil Spencer has come out and said it's uh, if there was one thing that could push them away from the game industry it'll be the toxic nature of tribalism in the gaming industry oh, yeah. and I mean for Big Phil right? I, I, say, I, I feel heartily sorry for Big Phil because he's come out on numerous occasions and he said the console war doesn't exist. Well, I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry. It's nice that you think the console war doesn't exist. This this console war's been brewing for a, like since fucking time began. Since what's that phrase? Since time memorum or something. <laughs> like the console wars have raged on, whether it be fucking Sega and Nintendo, whether it be Xbox and fucking. PlayStation, Nintendo, whether it be Xbox and Nintendo, there's always been a console war. There's always been tribalism, and it's there's always uh, been tribalism. I think the the issue is now is that it's like everyone's opinion now is for everyone to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like tribes used to hang out in their tribes, yeah. and, and and not really know the other one existed, or, yeah, yeah. or not cared that the other one existed. Yeah. They both existed in their own little tribes and like didn't worry about. It. But now. Tribalism has gone through politics. It's in. It's gone through companies. It's in the corporate environment. Yeah. And it's just like you know, it's like the thing of coexisting now. It's just like Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You you get cancelled for having an opinion that is mm-hmm. against someone else's tribe. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what? <laughs> we live. So, we live in dangerous times. Do you know what I mean? We do. We do. Anonymity is key. Is absolutely key, and it. it it's a key ingredient in getting fucking anybody, like you said, cancelled. That's a buzzword right now around social media. Cancelled, you can cancel someone. And like, it, it, anonymity is a big part of that. No, re, like, no repercussions. Yeah, yeah tri- tribalism used to come with territory. Yeah. Now now everyone's in each other's territory yeah. and still being tribal. Everyone's walking well. around pissing up other people's trees, pissing up other people's <laughs> lampposts. And it's just... <laughs> Just keyboard vitriol, just getting fired left and right, and that's the world we live in. And I, I, I will herald Phil Spencer as uh, a modern day messiah in gaming for what he's done for the Xbox, particularly for the services side of Xbox, for the for the gamer, for what Phil Spencer's done for the gamer with Game Pass, with different console iterations and games will play on any single fucking one of them at different levels of quality. What he's done has been hands down superb. Jim Ryan can suck a bag of dicks because he's a he's just a company man after the money, uh, and he's he's he just he's put more fuel in the fire of this this hubris that Sony is famed for. Like, and fair play to him, he's made him bank. You know what I mean? But like, Phil Spencer should be heralded for what he's done, and if he does ever leave the game industry because of tribalism, that's a loss to us. That is a loss to us because that man is a fucking. 
he has achieved so much and he'll continue to achieve before he leaves like putting Xbox on televisions it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if Game Pass ends up on a fucking Playstation in the not too distant future like he's, he's, a, he's a visionary he is to the game industry what Elon Musk is to every other fucking industry <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's what Phil Spencer is and I, I feel uh, I feel heartily sorry for him if if this tribalism if this uh, if this petty console war that will never be fucking it'll never end it is the it, it's it's not even the hundred year war this is the thousand year war this is the million year war there'll always be some little nerds who can't let go, uh, no. and that's just the unfortunate business we're in. It's the unfortunate industry we're in, and I hope it doesn't drive him away. Because, like I say, he's done great things, and I think he will continue to do amazing things with Xbox at the helm of Xbox. I'm trying to think if we can serendipitously link that to any other of the stories on the docket this week, Johnny. Well, in in terms of like, you think about bringing things together. Um... You know, in terms of if you want if you want backwards compatibility for your PlayStation Two games, uh, mm-hmm. use a Series X in development. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. I saw this story. I saw this story. Superb. So you can't. I mean, whistle stop. You can't play PlayStation Two games on a PlayStation Five. You can play PlayStation Two games emulated on an Xbox Series S or X, which is fucking superb. Absolutely <laughs> superb. And before anybody shits on it being emulated, PlayStation uh, was a PS4 or was a PS3 had pretty much the same emulator built into it to play yeah. its backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility. Yeah. yeah, so it's using old PlayStation emulation to play <laughs> PS2 classics on on an Xbox. So fucking tip of the cap to whoever fucking found that out. Do you know what I mean? Gamers will find a way. <laughs> These are like the people who got fucking well, yeah. <laughs> Doom Eternal playing on a fridge. Do you know what I mean? They found a way to put PS2 classics on an Xbox, and I love it. I absolutely See, love it. That's the thing, you know. On one side, you know, this toxicity that brews from um, the gaming community. Yeah. But on the other, the other, the other hand, some of the just the, the innovation and actual, you know, things that come out of it, just because people go, you know what? I'm just going to spend some time to do this and see what happens. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck about with this. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly, I'm gonna fuck exactly, this. Exactly, exactly. And then suddenly, progress. <laughs> fair play, fair play. What else? Uh, I mean, speaking of, uh, I was gonna say, wait there. What else is on the docket here? Because I was about to segue into something that might not even be a segue. Johnny, I tell you what, I'm gonna leave the docket very much in your care this evening. Yeah. I am already whiskied up to the eyeballs. The docket, sir, is in your care. <laughs> Well, should we get on, like, we normally deliver the facts with a bit of opinion, Mm -hmm. right? But should we get on to some just true conjecture and what you call it? Oh, shit, son. You want to get in the realms of conjecture, do you? Well, you you messaged me the other day, like, earlier today. Yeah. um, With a certain tidbit Mm -hmm. from a a leaker, and I'm putting inverted commas here. Uh, Are Um, we referring to the leaker, Murphy's Law is Dead? Yeah, I, I YouTuber so. slash podcaster Murphy's Law is dead. Is so this, le- sir? Are you about to hit me with some potentially terrifying news? Some potentially <laughs> foggy, sireny type of news? <laughs> Why don't you t- hit the? No, mate. The no, I don't even know what you're talking about. You go on. <laughs> right. There's rumours that um, Silent Hills, which was Hideo Kojima's. Um, when he was there at Konami's project mm-hmm. before he, he left um, under, well, let's say a cloud of bad vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is rumours, apparently, that that is coming back up to the forefront. Yes. And that we might even be, in, like the other rumours, it might even be announced as part of the Game Awards. Is it Game Awards? Game Awards. The Game Awards is in December. Jeff Cayley's baby, the Game Awards. Uh, yeah, there's just to fill in the gaps here. So there is a prolific leaker who was uh, f- most famously known for getting the God of War two Ragnarok leak out there and got it right. So he goes by the name of Murphy's Law is dead. I'm sure it's Murphy's Law is dead. He's a YouTuber slash podcaster. 
all-around leaky type of guy. A guy full of holes. Let's call him he leaks that much. He had a podcast whereby he has said it's... Well, there was two bits of news that came out with this podcast. Two fucking huge, huge bits of news. And we'll, we'll roll one straight into the next. The first was Silent Hills. Uh, it said it's it's all but confirmed that... What, 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 what did he use? Um, almost entirely confirmed. Almost entirely gotta, confirmed. Gotta love those words in that order. Gotta love those words Almost entirely, order. possibly, maybe, definitely confirmed. confirmed. Possibly with a caveat. The um, Silent Hills... The cancelled reboot of Silent Hill, starring uh, Hideo Kojima, BFF, fucking Daryl from The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus, uh, was cancelled because Kojima and Konami unceremoniously parted ways with a lot of fucking baggage. Can I just say this was this was not a clean breakup. This was a the messiest of fucking breakups. Now. Sony quickly snapped up Kojima as soon as he hit the market as a as a free man. They snapped him up. They put him to work on Death Stranding. Death Stranding was a superb game. I think we can both agree. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. fucking loved Death Stranding. And the episode we didn't round to, we didn't get round to doing yet. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. But the episode of uh, PBG in regards to best games of the last gen, Death Stranding has to be part of that conversation, even if. Month one, it sold gangbusters, and then the sales quickly dropped off. They dropped off a fucking cliff for that game. I'm not sure if it will be classed as a commercial success. That's how badly the sales dropped off for Death Stranding. But a superb game. Now, almost definitely confirmed (laughs) that somehow, as we discussed before on this very podcast, Sony have managed to get... Kojima back in the fold for Silent Hills now we spoke about this on this podcast before by way of Sony being the middleman uh, and Konami sitting back and just licensing Silent Hills out not getting their hands dirty while making bank just okay there's the license do what you want to do and then we'll just sit back and earn from your graft and then there was questions on, on many an episode of, is that the Konami we know? Is that the pachinko machine demon Konami that we know? And it, if Murphy's Law is dead is to be believed, then Sony have actually managed to pull it out of the bag and acted as some sort of middleman, got the license for Silent Hills and put Kojima back to work on it and I'm not seeing a reboot here from what Murphy's Law is dead as said this looks like it's picking up where he left off just with no Konami involvement at all because Sony have acted as some sort of middleman and they've done the job the question if this is true Johnny if this is true the question I've got here is was there some sort of long game some sort of insidious long game when Sony snapped up Kojima, thinking, actually, if we can fucking get in there, we don't... Uh, what what exclusive to Sony horror game do they have? They don't, ha- they don't have one. The closest they've come to a horror. I mean, The Last of Us has got horror elements. Days Gone has got horror elements. But, like, the big horror games like Resident Evil, they're multi-platform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sony have lost their hat in the ring for, for horror games. Xbox is going to come out with the medium in their horror category. For, like, if Has this been some sort of insidious, we don't want Kojima, we want Silent Hills, but we want Kojima to build Silent Hills, snap him up quick, give him just something to work on, to like, like a red herring, and then maybe, you know, five year down the line, five year plan, we approach Konami, we'll get into bed with Konami, we'll get the license, put Kojima back to work. Because PT and Silent Hills in general had so much fucking steam, it, it had so much fucking like, just presence in the industry for what was a, a playable teaser, which still now 
is will go down in infamy, PT. Mm-hmm. It will. It uh, that, here's, here's the thing. This, this there's two take two sides of this, right? So you know, back in P with the PT thing, you know what I mean? Cult classic mm-hmm. almost now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For what it was, you know what I mean? Silent Hill, arguably cult classic. Definitely. You know, right? It's um, let's say in terms of its commercial success compared to Resident Resident Evil, I don't think you can compare. But oh. certainly, it's got its cult cl- classic stage, right? Mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, and let's put let's talk about Hideo Kojima in in general. You know, gaming visionary. Yeah. Very much. Give him a blank piece of paper, and he'll come up with some crazy stuff, right? Batch it, absolutely right? batch it. Now, this is when he was having a, in, in a working you know relationship with Konami, his employer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's got a bit of a bit of sway to say, actually, why don't I? You know, you've got a license there of Silent Hill that needs something doing to it. I could Hideo Kojima fire that shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is interesting. Right? It's a little. This is, to me, this is like it's almost like Tarantino. You know, Tarantino works when he has a blank piece of paper and um, writes a story from the get go. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the way from him, mind, rather than to forget Jackie Brown, I guess, for this, but rather than adapting something, some of the piece of work. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know that could still add a few twists to it. I think the way Kojima is now, with you know, death, from Death Stranding, is he's he's the thing. Is gamers were just like, oh, it'd be amazing having a Silent Hill game from from Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Why can't we just say it would be amazing having a, a horror game from Hideo Kojima? Mm-hmm. It works either way. I mean, from PT, and I didn't play it. Sorry. I did. But, I did. But is it is it very is it is it Silent Hills esque? Is it referencing Silent Hill in any way, or is it just this is how this is wasn't the whole thing? It's, this is how a Hideo Kojima horror game would be. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. Ha- I mean, it's us conflating it with Silent Hills. Yes, there's a bit of a marquee value there for it. Well, there was to... at the end of PT. There was the obviously it was the you got the little cutscene at the end of PT. If you managed to finish PT, and PT stood for playable teaser, and it was. If you finished PT, you've got the trailer for Silent Hills, mm-hmm. which only yeah. at that point did it introduce the fog, the siren, the classic Silent Hill tropes with mm-hmm. Norman Reedus. Like, that's what it was. So this whole PT thing was, it was Silent Hills from the mind of Hideo Kojima. Exactly. Exactly. I'm... I'm... I'm I'm not trying to shit on this or anything. I think it would, it would be cool if it all worked out and it'd be great for everyone if, you know, situations can be worked out like this. But my my sense of here, I'm just reining in some of the hype is just like Whoa, whoa, instantly... whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. You're bringing sorry. the fucking hype rancher out. <laughs> but we, we Are you putting your stets and hat on, getting your leather chaps, mounting a steed and just rang just ranching some hype? What was what was what was me? Was neither hype killer or the hype strangler? Hype strangler. <laughs> I was the hype rancher on a bat of, on horseback with a cowboy hat, looking a bit like Brave Star. You were the hype strangler, some creepy bloke who hid around the back of the barn. <laughs> <laughs> Potato sack over his head, <laughs> like fucking scarecrow from the Christopher Nolan universe. <laughs> but no, I I just I just feel like in that sense, just. It's easy to badge these things together, and what would excite me more is a Hideo Kojima horror game, fresh, new stuff, not drawn from something that already exists, i.e., the universe of Silent Hill. Oh, but I loved it. I, I loved it, and it could be, it could be amazing, and and like it, I, I'd, I'd still want it to happen, and be very excited if it was. What I'm just saying is, it's like. It's instantly completed together. It's like mm. you know, or it has. It has to be. He has to make Silent Hills. He has to make Silent Hills. When I think, I think what we have here is a vocal minority rather than an absolute majority wanting Silent Hills. If True. I'm being honest. Well, I, I I acknowledge your opinion, sir. I acknowledge it. And to play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. I think uh, Silent Hills is well. Silent Hill is well overdue a reboot. And I couldn't think of a better man to do it. Because the difference between a reboot and a good reboot is a genius mind who can take the source material and do something a little bit different. Will we still see the tropes of fog and 
the fucking siren. I hope so, because they are, they are, a, a part of the DNA of Silent Hill. But outside of that, what I saw in PT with this, just this fucking weird ever-evolving puzzle that even if you followed the recipe you might not get the fucking finished cake do you know what i mean it was just it evolved the whole time and for such this tiny little glimpse into the mind of this man in in a horror genre i would like to say that i would like to say that that that's just me playing devil's advocate i would love to see a kajima a hideo kojima horror game but i would also love to see silent hills and we know after Death Stranding, it was heavily publicised that Kojima had said, the next game I want to do is a horror game. Mm-hmm. And the more Absolutely. I put these little pieces together, I think, has this actually been on the cards for a long time? Now, I I guarantee, I think Hideo's next game will be a horror game. Will it be Silent Hills? Don't know. I'm, er- I'm erring on the side of no. Erring on the side of no. Well, I'll tell you what, let's just keep going with this conjecture because in the same podcast from uh, Murphy's Law is Dead, he also referenced another game, Johnny. Another game that is apparently, and this isn't definitely maybe confirmed, this is allegedly 100% going to happen. Uh, Blue Point Studio, famous for its, uh, what would you, I mean, what do you call, what do you call it? Demon Souls is a remake, but like, it's it's reimagining. It, it's not even a reimagining. It's so true with the original. It's not even a reimagining, but it's such a good fucking remake. I, I almost can't call it a remake. It's almost like demons. It's like demon. It's like the multiverse. It's Demon Souls from a multiverse where it was done in twenty twenty. Is it just like a, a full on modernization? Full on, like like a remake. It's a refit. It's a, a rather ref, than a, re- a refit, a retrofit. Let's call it retro-fit. a retrofit. There we go. There we go. Blue Point, anyway, famous for their remakes, like Shadow of the Colossus, like Demon Souls. These superb fucking remakes. Allegedly, I will say that again. While they were working on Demon Souls, they were also working on another game, which is now three years in development, so very close to being finished. And is in the can, Metal Gear Solid, PlayStation 5 exclusive, coming at the back end of 2021, launching in conjunction with Halo Infinite, to steal some of that cake, to steal somebody's lunch money, Metal Gear Solid, a remake by Blue Point, the original PS1 classic Metal Gear Solid, has been rebuilt by Bluepoint with uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain controls. Bear in mind, we're not seeing that engine. I'm not seeing Fox engine, okay, which is what Metal Gear 5 was built in. It's going to be in Bluepoint, well, whatever fucking engine Bluepoint you're using, but it isn't Fox engine. But they have taken the control scheme from Metal Gear 5 and translated it into the remake of Metal Gear Solid for PS5 coming holiday 2021. How do you feel about that? Now that, I will say that, he's he has gone all in on that and he said that is a dead cert. Which leads us back to our friend Jeff Keighley at the Game Awards. Friend of the show, Jeff Keighley, host of the Game Awards. Man behind the Game Awards. Do we see one or both of these dropping as a trailer at Game Awards. Multiple multiple questions fired at you there. One, thoughts on this? Two, do you think it's genuine? Three, do we see it at Game Awards? Where do I start? Where to start? Where do you Um, even start with that? It took me a while. After I'd... I read a transcript of the podcast he did. I didn't read the full podcast. I read a transcript and it was... Like it took me so long to wrap my head around that. One, what, I know what, okay. the quality of work that Blue Point do. Me, me, me too, me too. And this is the thing, and I, I, I feel it's people joining the dots when they don't exist. You know what I mean? It's very much kind of just like, hark, let's hark back to with the PlayStation Five announcement, right? Mm-hmm. There was a graphic you sent me which had four games on it, 
which yeah. which was a, a God of War Ragnarok, Final Fantasy sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five remake and Silent Hills remake. Metal Gear Solid remake, not five. Yes, sorry, Metal Gear Solid one remake, sorry, Mm -hmm. and Sand Hills, right? Mm -hmm. Asking which one would you want? And um, God of War was announced, obviously, and Final Fantasy sixteen, right? Yeah. Now these are the two that were left on that that docket there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I I don't know. I, I I at first thought you don't have to remake it because in effect, the 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 next games of like no. Metal Gear Solid Three and no, sorry, Metal Gear Solid Four did a big thing of almost going back to um, Shadow Moses Island and redoing yeah. some of the stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Um, even 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 had the very meta moment where you go back and start controlling like in the original graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I just so, say as this, as a side note here, you you are literally my go-to for all things Metal Gear Solid. Like, I know, I know. And you I, are, I, as far as I'm concerned, you are the Metal Gear Solid fucking super fan in my head. No, which is which is why I always want to move forward. I feel, you know, fair enough with the Final Fantasy VII remake reimagining. It was, it was a, uh, it was. Uh, I'll take it back. That's one of the best experiences I've had. So, I'm I'm on the fence. You know, I I'll play it obviously and probably enjoy the, the shit out of it. Yeah, it's just the whole thing of like you know, obviously Blue Point's high up there because of its Demon Souls remake, and people are just like, imagine if this was made by this. Oh God, it's it's happening. The fucking the the, and I can't think of the word because I've had so much whiskey at this point. Yeah, but the the caliber that Demon Souls has got, the legacy that Demon Souls has got, the there's another word I'm trying to think of. The is it cadence? Like not Demon Souls, Blue Point. Sorry, the 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 chops that Demon Souls got. If anybody was going to do this remake, Blue Point, Blue Point are the ones to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: if you want to move Metal Gear forward, who does that? Do you well, no, do you I've, leave I've... that in the hands of Konami? Because I don't know if you played Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> Well, exactly. I mean, this is this is probably where the like the series goes now. It becomes self-referential referential and goes back, and um, the brand gets, for lack of a better word, flogged a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go back and you know um, appease the gamers with with that kind of thing because it, it did it, it. That's what started it all, really. Um, Metal Gear Solid for for bringing it back after Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear Solid is the one that brought it back to, like, you know, as being, like, this is the type of game that it is now. You know, stealth, espionage, action. Yeah. So, it it makes perfect sense to do it. Why Konami wouldn't make it more clear in the first place? You know, I don't don't even think this is a Konami thing. I think this is a They own the license. Yeah, Yeah, but they own the license. They own the license, but at the end of the day... It's gonna be a PlayStation exclusive. Oh yeah, fair enough. So now, if, if PlayStation where, have been con- okay, that's where Sony comes in with that iron, yeah. that iron fist. Like, look, you stay fucking tight-lipped about this because we need yeah. this in the pocket. We need it done and ready to go whenever we say it's going. And what Absolutely. we'll do, in in my eyes, this is just my opinion at this point. They will now wait, as referenced by Murphy's Law is Dead, they will wait for Xbox to play their big hand, which is Halo Infinite. And they will use Metal Gear Solid Remake, done by Bluepoint, the premier studio for remakes. And they will use that. They will play that card to combat Halo Infinite. In like a weird game of Yu-Gi-Oh! Or like Pokemon cards (laughs) or something. They've got this one up the cuff. And they're just going to chuck that out. But that being said, I think everyone's expecting Halo Infinite 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't think it gets pushed any further than 2021. It might be fucking, as I've said on this podcast before, I think it's holiday 2021. Uh, and I think Sony are pretty much banking on that as well. And I am leaning towards, if not both, definitely the Metal Gear Solid remake trailer at the Game Awards. There's always big shit happens at the Game Awards, always. Jeff Cayley gets around there and just fucking, I don't know what he does. I don't even want to imagine what he's doing to get some of the scoops he gets, but like, 
he's getting them, and I've I've got uh, I've got to go with I've got to go with this Murphy's Law's dead character, and if he's if he's been a successful leaker in the past. That being said, we've had successful leakers that have come up fucking short uh, in the not too distant past. I mean, look at fucking Slasher and the Doctor Disrespect thing when he was like, oh, I know what happened, but I can't see it. And it turns out nothing fucking happened. He made like a whole deal out of this. It was like a heinous crime. That's why Doctor Disrespect had been let go. And it turns out it was fucking contractual because they just didn't want to pay him. Like, allegedly. But like, there has been instances in the past where leakers have fallen short. So, I don't know. You're only, but, you're only as good as your last leak, you know what I mean? And true. the whole thing about leaking God of War 2021, like, as, of Ragnarok. I mean, the writing was on the roll for that anyway, at the end of God of War, you know what I mean? You knew it was going to be almost called Ragnarok. Yeah. Well, they can't knew... call it Valhalla anymore, can they? Well, you, well, yeah. And you knew it was coming, like, 2021, kind of that t t time, time frame, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't see that being as, as, a, as a scoop. You know what I mean? If he'd if he'd mentioned um, Silent Hills back when PlayStation Five was announced and that came, that came true, then I'd be like, all right, that that's that's interesting because that that's something that like on paper is more difficult for it to happen. Yeah. Whereas you know, in terms of you, if you roll the dice and play the odds, God of War Ragnarok in twenty twenty one was pretty much a dead cert. Mm. <laughs> mm. So you're only as good as your bat last leak. So let's see. I mean, hands down, I'd be very excited. And I'm even more craving to try and get my hands on a PlayStation Five for these type of things, right? But I will. I can still bring it a full circle back to Kojima in a horror game. That excites me more. Yeah, not necessarily just, Silent Hills, just a horror game. A horror game done for Hideo Kojima. That would be for Sony. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just a. I mean, well, he's working no. on something. He's definitely of all the things that we can see are definite at this point is. Hideo Kojima and his studios, Kojima Productions, are fucking working on something. And we exactly. know it is a Sony Sony fucking bankroll, that studio. That is a Sony fucking... And obviously, Death Stranding, PC, that's weird. So you can't really call it a Sony exclusive because it did go to PC. But it's a, as far as consoles are concerned, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, well, no, knowing what I know about... So, like, the story was, like, back in the PlayStation 3 time. So when... Um, he was handed the specs to the PlayStation 3. That's when he started developing Metal Gear Solid 4. Really? So, you know, so he, See, when he this knew... is why you are my go-to guy for Metal See, Gear. Just yeah, all this... things Metal Gear, you are yeah. not Metal Gear Johnny, is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear Johnny, yeah. Metal yes. Gear Johnny. Um... Yeah, <laughs> your whole career's been building up to this point. When I gave you the moniker Metal Gear Johnny, but um, <laughs> uh, so just... can I just give a quick shout out to the listeners here? If anybody can knock me up some fan art for Metal Gear Johnny, I will absolutely fucking love you forever and a day for it. Stealth, espionage, knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That, Metal Gear he, Johnny. He's a slippery <laughs> devil. He's a slippery devil. <laughs> oh, that's my Friday alter ego now. <laughs> Metal Gear Johnny. I want to get Metal Gear Johnny streaming some Metal Gear Solid. Actually, when this COVID messes over, you're doing it on my channel, just so you know. Uh, but no, th that's the, you know, obviously Kojima had the PlayStation 5 specs. Mm -hmm. No pretty early on so he, he you know basically his idea with metal gear Solid was four was i want to make a game that exploits the best of this console yeah in in the first um in, instance um he did the same with probably the ps4 and well it was different because it was on xbox as well for, for phantom pain but um that'll be the same now for playstation 5 you'll know what he, what the capability is and he'll be designing the game around the, the features and the accessibility that the system allows and that's the exciting thing not a brand thing what what the game be could be and if you look at every um, um metal gear solid game they're completely different games yeah in some respect yeah you know i i, so. I agree i agree uh, i think they've got the same dna but the, at the same time they are very different 
Um, oh yeah, but you play Death Stranding and you instantly think this has got the same DNA as a Metal Gear. As song. a Metal Gear game. In Metal like Gear um, in, I'm trying to think of what you could actually call it. It's story is just too too broad an umbrella. Like in like in plot maybe. In mm-hmm. plot and plot devices, very similar to Metal Gear. Plot devices and just just how it plays. It's it's it doesn't play conventionally. You know what I mean? Not none of the Metal Gear games played conventionally. There was a there was just you had to you know the way the, the way the mechanics worked of it were just different to other games. Yeah, and and that that's what Kojima uses to push the narrative forward. You know what I mean? It plays it plays differently, plot wise and mechanically. Yeah. Sometimes like jarringly so, but it, at least it's, it it has the new take on it. So I tell you what, then Metal Gear Johnny. What are your in order? What are your best Metal Gear games? Or is this um, too much of on the spot type deal? Do you need? No, 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 no. Um, my f- my favorite. I got this. Um, Metal Gear, I got this. Favorite Metal Gear game is Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Mm-hmm. I think that's just awesome for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Metal Gear Solid, yeah. Um, because it it started it all there. I think that that you know, there's a special place in my heart for that game. Yeah, yeah. Then Phantom Pain. Then four. Then Sons of Liberty. Then two, like two at the end. I thought I thought two was a mixed uh, a missed opportunity. Was what was Metal Gear two not Sons of Liberty? Yeah, so yeah, so Sons of Liberty, aka Metal Gear Two. All right. Okay. Did you um, uh, did you play Peace Walker, the PSP game? Uh, I didn't actually. So you were didn't just, play Peace Walker. I know it did come to console eventually as part of the fucking Metal Gear collection or something. But if you're just talking uh, numbered numbered installments, that's your that's your bag, is it? Hmm. I mean. Good. Very Phantom good. Pain plays amazingly for what for what it does. It's yeah, I've really enjoyed Phantom game. Pain. I fucking love Phantom um, Pain. I, I lost count of how many goats that I fucking sent soaring into the sky on fucking mini hot air balloons. Lost count. I think that that was just let down by its. Um, I don't know. You could tell that there was the the, the relationship was souring with Konami, mm. so it kind of it was felt it felt unfinished. There was things in there that you wanted to be resolved, which what weren't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean jarring things um so that's why it knocks it down the list for me um metal gear 2 so metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty there was again just missed marks i think the story was a bit too wild um and and the, the balance of time like i wasn't fully against playing as as Raiden, yeah but i felt that there was a you know you'd already built this character up with solid snake you needed to give him a little bit more like mm. the way the way the game I initially thought, I was thinking, all right, Solid Snake's off doing these things, and while Raiden's doing that, yeah. And I thought there might be a flip side where you actually get to be do the bit that Solid Snake did, yeah, yeah. And but it did it didn't happen, so I felt let down by that. So, yeah. Have we uh, have we got anything else on the docket, Johnny? Because we've sailed past that hour mark, and I've uh, just as an update for you. Obviously, I've had Fortnite just sitting on the screen in the background here, and uh-huh. there's 27 minutes to the event, and all of the options have been disabled now, and I've just got a big thingy on my screen saying live event about to start. So I might be actually getting in this event. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. When did, when was it starting? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. 26 minutes. Shall I go down and try and like if, create a profile and stuff? <laughs> so, uh, you may not get in now with twenty six minutes to go. It's fine, don't worry. Let, let I, I'm not a Fortnite player yet, anyway. So. No, not yet, not yet. But uh, I mean, after this event, I might not go back to it until the Mandalorian skin drops, and then I'll be back playing it. You know what I mean? But have we got anything else on the docket, or did we clear it? Nope, nothing else on the docket. Nothing else. On the very docket. good. Um, very good. Right, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Do tell a friend, spread the word of the good ship, Franchise Buys Games. Uh, we are available on the social networks, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you search for the franchise, you will find it. Build it and they will come. Nice Guy Johnny is also available on Twitter if you uh, are part of the official Nice Guy Johnny fan club, which was born of the stream. 
uh, on twitch.tv slash the franchise where somehow, somewhere, even though I spent all this time and money building this stream, Johnny became more famous than I did. If you are part of that fan club, he is available on Twitter at nice underscore guy underscore Johnny. Uh, I think I've pretty much wrapped everything up there, Johnny. Did I miss anything? Because I'm whiskied up to the eyeballs. Nope. Very nicely done, sir. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Boys and girls, until next time, us. Say bye, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. <laughs>